Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. To the Wise Men Say podcast, uh, we're back. Um, I'm Matthew, and I'm back to preview a Sunderland game. Um, we're on the way home from where we are just leaving work. I'm leaving now. Um, I'm joined uh, once again by Professor Richard Easterbrook. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning. Uh, hello. Hello, Wembley. Hello, Wembley. <laughs> um, yeah, we're just going to have a gen. There's only one thing to talk about, really. <laughs> There's only one thing. I was just looking at the your recent search. Richard's uh, sat nav syncs with his recent searches, and he's obviously been looking at Old Trafford. <laughs> <laughs> That's where we nearly went. <laughs> <That'd be fun. laughs> um, There's only one thing to talk about, so... Um, yeah, we'll just have a chat about that, shall we? Yeah, what we're um, talking about well, the, what, the article that you wrote. <laughs> There's an elephant in the room, mate. Right? So I've written. <laughs> no, you better write seatbelt on. What elephant? Uh, I yeah, uh, <laughs> wrote an article this morning. And it's caused some stir. Well, not really, but I was right. I think the season for me is going to take a miracle to not be over. Yes, I know. Mathematically, we can still qualify for the playoffs, and you know, a win on Friday. And that article, can we delete it? If um, <laughs> quietly yeah, then. The internet always knows. Well, we didn't delete the one where I said that we would finish fifth, and then we've won once since. So, um, no, we weren't going to talk about that article. It's uh, had enough of time. <laughs> um, we we're going to talk about the Burnley game on Friday. Yes. But before we do that, um, there are a few more injuries <laughs> to add into the mix. Um, including probably our best or one of our best players, Dan Ballard, and um, uh, what's the what's he got? Um, Je- yes, Jebison Bennett. Yes, him. He's he's dislocated his shoulder. <laughs> Wait, and yeah, so it's just. I mean, I, I don't think any of us are expecting Bennett to play a, a major role in the next few games. But he's a useful option. Off it's the just bench. another option that now doesn't exist, isn't no. it? And it's Ballard. Ballard's the big thing. It's like, ah, yeah, like you know, how, how how much since his in, how much we missed him when he came back from his injury. How how effortlessly, yeah, he's he's settled into life as a as a regular championship starter. Bearing in mind, you know, it's, you know, it's his first big move, a permanent move out of out of like the the youth system, and he's. He's really kind of taken to it well, and he's, you know, he's, if he's a player that you look at, 
if we were to get promoted at some point in the next five years, he'd be the player that would settle into that quite well. Uh, he's got all the t- all the tools. There's an argument for him to settle in the Premier League now. Yeah, maybe. Um, but he's out for three weeks, which kinda. It's not far off the end of the season, that is it really? Well, it covers covers obviously covers Easter, so that's like two games out there. I don't know how many games he's going to miss in total, but it's... He might miss three off. Well, he will miss at least three, you'd think. Yeah. He'll miss Saturday, and then he'll miss the next two, and then I don't know when the midweek Huddersfield game is and the stuff. But look, it's just another um, thing that Tony Mowbray is going to have to deal with, and <laughs> he's done remarkably well to deal with the stuff he's been dealt with so far. Um, <laughs> so there's two more players missing for you, yeah. Tony. Um, Big frustration is that against Luton Town, which I haven't spoken about since. Well, I've spoken about it, just not on the podcast. Um, like the Luton Town game, and when we changed that three, three, four, three, mm. three, five, two-ish kind of formation, you know, with with half an hour on the clock, we looked uh, we looked better. We looked a better prospect. We looked really good. We looked more solid, and now we've lost that option. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I have to say, it's oh, Well, we've got Joe Anderson. Yes, yes. We have we have Joe Anderson as much as I have right, yeah. Vietnamese rice paper in the, in the cupboard at home. Oh, right, it's just sort of sat there. It's there. Right, yeah. Well, I'm not going to be able to do anything with it. <laughs> I'm very confused by Joe Anderson. I thought you were about to say Vietnamese rice paper. I'm confused by why you have that. He's got a million uses, but I don't know any of them. What, and Joe, Joe Anderson has a million uses? Well, don't, <laughs> I can think of one. Where it is comedy, comedy lips. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm needed in the basement. Um, <laughs> well, but he might have to. Well, what else do you do? Uh, well, other than uh, O'Neill's now going to have to start in alongside Danny Bart. You'd think if we're playing in a four. But. Well, yeah, he's, uh, he could go to a three and bring Serkin back after his... Yeah, well, Serkin has played in a three. He's played on the, the left side of a three, hasn't he? Yeah. But it's still, like, question, massive question marks over... Well, he's... His fitness. Yeah, he's recovering from concussion still. Well, is he back? I don't Well, he hasn't played since, has he? No, um, but I think he, he, was, he was involved like, in the, the pre-match... TV stuff for for the club, um, right. against Luton. So, right. so I guess he's been when he's been always training. So that's that's a progress. Well, hopefully, because it's not as we just said. We we don't have Joe Anderson aside. We don't have uh, many options. I think um, Burnett. He was a useful. I mean, he's, he's bright when he came off the bench, um, and it just. Removes yet another thing that we could have gone. Oh well, we could try this. Mm. Um, but it's a shame, um, and it's happened now. So um, they they just join the growing number of players who aren't going to play for us again, possibly this season. So um, at least we've got a kind enough game on Friday to ease yeah. us back into the uh, championship uh, running. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's like last beaten. Well, they were beaten a couple of weeks ago in in the cup, but yes, but they lost to Manchester City. So maybe maybe Manchester City have the blueprint on how to beat Burnley. I guess that would be by having Erling Haaland in the (laughs) team 
and yeah. also a kind of like a 500 million pound starting lineup. Maybe yeah. that that would help. We don't have that anything near that. So you got to look back to the last time they were beaten, which was November. They've only been beaten twice all season. Yeah, they haven't they've, been beaten at home. No, they've lost two games. They lost. They did get hammered off Sheffield United, actually. Yeah. Um, and they lost the second game of the season away at Watford. Uh, and that's it. So they've dropped six points since November the fifth, I think. Yeah, I think the best the best example we need to look towards is, is what Blackpool did in holding them to a nil-nil draw. Um, I that. That's. I don't. Think, I don't know if, if we if, as a Sunderland side. I don't think we play hands. that way no. though. No, like, because we don't know any. Other we're more way. likely to draw four-four. Mm. Like, which it's fine. It'd be great if we drew four-four. Not yeah. if we four nil up. That'd be annoying. Um, well, how do you say it? Like, we we've touched on the team. How do you? <laughs> what on earth does Tony Mover do? Like, we we did. We kind of written ourselves off against Norwich, and obviously we went away and won that game. But this is just an entirely different prospect. Burnley are so far clear at the top of the league. Yeah, I think if they win this and Good Friday, I think they're promoted. Yeah, like the, I think the fifteen clear at the top, seventeen yeah. clear of of Middlesbrough in third. Maybe um, they need three wins then, but like it's still. I mean, so, I mean, beating them is is. It's doable. Well, we were tuned up. It, it, you know. It, yeah, exactly. Those, the, you know, for goals as they were, there were, you know, there were chances that we took and we kind of, not bombarded them in the first half, but we kind of just caught them on the hop. Um, but their experience and now and ability and quality showed. And, and it was a comfortable victory for them in the end. And the second half performance was the best performance of the season that I've seen a team play against us and it's no yeah. surprise that they're top of the league um, I, I, I genuinely don't know sort of what to expect from the game on Friday because we we don't even if saying we don't have it in us to go away and grind out a draw that's not strictly true but we don't have the we, we don't have the players in the house to, to try and do that at the minute, even if, even if you had an Evans in the middle and like, mm. yeah, you've got Danny Bart, but yeah, you know, literally the only experience on the pitch now is going to be him. And I think it's certainly a game Lyndon Gooch comes into the team. This, yeah, definitely. He's he showed that against against Luton. I thought when his when he came on, he was a he was eager to please, but also kind of like his qualities. And it's hard work, and he's got a good good hard work ethic. You know, he's. Played every player position on the pitch other than in goal. Um, put him in goal. Stick him in goal. Yeah, yeah. Stick him in goal. Then put Patson up front. Where do you think you're going? Kia Picanto. It's a very snot colour. Horrible coloured car. You chose that. <laughs> someone has. Maybe not them, but someone has gone into the garage and gone. I'll have it in snot green, I'll please. Have a pea green, Pia Pia Picanto. Pia Pia Picanto. Pia Picanto. Pia Picanto. <laughs> <laughs> um, for him. Um, right, well, yeah, so I, I think Gooch comes in. I'm not sure where, not in the middle, not in centre midfield. It wouldn't be a good idea. If if Sergan's fit and he can play a third centre half, I'd put I'd put Gooch maybe at left back. 
You keep you keep mentioning so you're not mentioning Joe Anderson. Yeah, but <laughs> to be brutally honest, without offending Joe Anderson, his family and friends in the city of Liverpool, he's Sirkin with a bad head is more used than Joe Anderson to us right now. That's just based on what what we've seen. Sirkin's headache. Yeah, does he? You does he? Dennis concussion. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> making light of quite a serious. Yeah, it is. It's terrible. Um, but that, that, but it'd be good to see. Me, Sir, just being brutally honest. Well, I haven't no, seen anything of Joe Anderson. To he came on against Millwall. This is why it's quite weird, though, because he came on against Millwall at, like two days after he signed. He did okay, like he did quite well, really, considering Millwall bombarded us in that whole game. He did because he came on for Serkin, which was when Serkin got walloped yeah. by the goalkeeper. Um, he scored actually, didn't he? He got the. Um, so like, he's obviously, and then he just that was it. He wasn't even in the squad for weeks after that. He was yeah. on the bench again, I think, last week or last time we played. Um, which is why it's a bit strange, really. Yeah, we just don't. It didn't. It wasn't as if he come on and was a complete disaster. Like, yeah. it, I don't know. Strange, really. I mean, they, it, there's nothing to stop him coming uh, starting tomorrow night. He's so pretty much ruled out. I've, I've written him off. If he starts on Friday night, I plays man of the match. Just added to the long list of things <laughs> that I've got wrong. The growing number of. Uh, Things well, we get wrong. I'm fine about that. I'm wrong most days. Yeah. So man, then you correct them. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, I don't think you'll play Anderson. I'm just being stupid and just. But I, I think if we can bring Circum, be good to have Circum back. Well, one for his health, but two, because he's good. Um, and he injects pace, and he's a threat as well going forward. Like even if he's in the third centre back role, he can. Still get forward. Yeah. Um, the midfield. Burnley are just gonna. Whoever I think whoever we play in the middle, Burnley are gonna relish playing against, and that's not a slight on the lads that we're gonna play. Well, they it, It's just Burnley have just got some good players. They've got that midfielder whose name completely escapes us. Um, he got injured against Blackpool. He's been out since then. Um, I think he's like consistently there. They've been there. Their kind of unsung unsung hero in the middle of the park. Yeah. Um, I know you got Teller, who's Teller's who's, great. He got a hat rate too. He's the top scorer. They've, they've drafted in a couple of players um, in January, so like they've got strength and depth. But certainly in the middle of the park is where where games are won and lost. And when when you look at games like Luton, where we're kind of think, oh god, we're looking a bit lacking in the middle. There's no hiding place tomorrow yeah. night. That that's a concern, but for all the concern we have, you look at how we performed against Norwich and then think we did do a job on them. Once, we did, once yeah. We, once we scored the second half, we we did we did kind of hold hold firm, and the likes of Jack Clark playing as like a play like for the first time tracking back because he famously doesn't track <laughs> back, but then he he was doubling up, helping double up on a, on on their their right winger, so. It can be done. I just don't think it can be done for the length of time that we're going to, it, to be doing. It yeah, Friday. and it's going to be against a better team than Norwich. Exactly. Um, it's not to say we can't. You know, it's not to say we're going to go out there and get absolutely walloped. Because I think we'll we'll go there and try and win the game. Uh, Mowbray's said as much. Uh, mm. It's a free hit. And we'll probably score. 
we'll probably hey, might score you one wouldn't two, come, yeah know. yeah you, you wouldn't certainly wouldn't rule that out um, I think you don't know you look you, every time you watch Burnley and like just needing a goal just bring on like Scott Twine and just ping a free kick in the top corner yeah, yeah. Um, the company's like definitely got a lot about him as a manager I think obviously he's been helped with the I think Man City connection I imagine mm-hmm. um, and they kept a reasonable chunk of the score like Ashley Barnes is still there yeah like and he's, and he's thousands but like experience there is like what you need for for this league and yeah just shows that they play like Burnley have sort of refreshed the way of playing since the relegation from the from the uh, Premier League, but they've still kept a core of experience in there. Yeah, yeah, it's they're kind of like it's textbook how to get relegated and bounce back yeah. effectively. People Although bounce. you know we're saying this when there's, there's an AFL charge hanging over their heads, yeah, um, which is also so they do have to get promoted, don't they? Well, yeah, yeah. But if they don't, if they don't get promoted, that AFL charge. Whatever, whatever the outcome of it, um, whatever the outcome of the investigation, will be, will be served on them when they're in the AFL. So, so it makes sense for them to get out of the division now. Hope that it's a financial charge and then pay it off, just like Bournemouth did, you know, eight years ago when they got promoted um, and, and fiddled the FFP system. Well, yeah, actually, that's, that's not their fault. That's just they've spotted a loophole where they can go well if they give us a financial charge Bournemouth got charged £5 million pounds for going over FFP got promoted where, where, £80 million pounds or whatever where, wherever they went because they were being backed by a Russian billionaire at the time so, oh, yeah, the one, yeah. you know a little old Bournemouth but um, you know Burnley have, have, have probably cleverly played that system not Tom cleverly but <laughs> no he plays for Watford uh, now seems like quite a good time to hear from a Burnley fan actually yeah yeah um, Matt from the No Nay Never podcast um, joins us. He doesn't join us. We're going to hear from him. Yeah, I was going to go and pick him up. <laughs> pick him up from, from Burnley. Um, but yeah, we'll um, hear from Matt and then I'll, me, also Matt, we'll, we'll be back to do some predictions for the game, which should be fun, shouldn't it? We did ask for some questions, but we'll see if there are any then. Hello, this is Matt from the No Name Never podcast and football channel. We are an independent Burnley fans uh, podcast and uh, YouTube channel and we also have a newsletter. We've been going for about 10 years and we are also part of the TalkSport fan network. So, my thoughts on Burnley's season so far. Well, it's been wonderful in a word. Um, It's been what we've needed after a number of years of relegation battles that culminated in the eventual relegation last May uh, and the second of Sean Dyche last Easter um, and even when uh, Vincent Company came in last June we had absolutely no idea what this season was going to bring uh, we lost a lot of players both released and sold uh, and we signed a lot of players about 16 new players came through the door um, and as you know, there was an early start to the championship season. I think 30th of July was our first match, and we went into that with absolutely no idea what to expect. I think most fans would have been happy to just been in and around the playoffs by the World Cup break, but 
he got that team playing really well and he, he learned from his mistakes as the, as the first half of the season went on and we went into that World Cup break in a really strong position and we came out of it and continued that strong form, winning 10 on the bounce. Um, he's coupled that with a couple of really good cup runs as well. In the League Cup, we uh, went out to United in December and then uh, the FA Cup, we made it all the way to the quarterfinals, first quarterfinal appearance in 20 years uh, and went out at the hands of City last week. My expectations and hopes for the rest of the season, well, promotion and the title are both pretty much nailed on. Promotion certainly, if we beat yourselves on Friday night and then win at Middlesbrough the following Friday, we will be promoted. Um, and depending on what form Sheffield United bring out of this international break, we could also have the title sewn up because we play them on Easter Monday. Um, if we just continue winning games and Sheffield keep, keep winning games, then I think we'll get the title um, the, in the next game or the game after that away at Reading, I think is uh, the mathematical certainty. Um, thoughts on Sunderland season so far? Well, it seems to have been quite a mixed bag for you. It seems to have been that a level of inconsistency, some good wins, some good results, and then followed by some defeats that, you know, in this league, I think the key to getting up to the top of it is to have a level of consistency. Um, I've got a lot of time for Tony Mowbray, despite the fact that he spent a lot of time down at the road at our rivals. Um, so I'm hoping that you'll stick with him. I'm hoping that he'll be given the funds he needs in the summer. Um, and then next season, you can just maintain a bit more consistency in performances and results. You could well find yourselves up in the playoffs. Um, because I don't think you'll quite get there this season. I know you're only about seven points off, eight games to go, but there's a lot of, uh, a lot of teams in the mix. Um, I expect both sides to finish roughly where they are at the minute in the table, like I've touched on just before. I think Burnley will come top and win the title, and I think Sunderland will finish in that kind of seventh to twelfth kind of band, anywhere within that really. Uh, there's only a few points separating those teams, so over the next eight games, you know, a lot can change. But I think you'll finish somewhere in that band and build on that for next season. My thoughts on where Sunderland need to watch out for this weekend are, well, Nathan Teller was on absolute fire just before the international break. Uh, a hat-trick and then uh, goals in other games as well. Um, he's a real star for the minute. We've also got players coming back from injury, um, in particular Manuel, Manuel Benson, um, who is uh, quite deadly when he's on form. And we're hoping that on the other side, Anas Saruri will come back out of this international break and rediscover some of his form that he had earlier in the season where he was unplayable as well. Um, so those three in particular ones to look out for going forward. Uh, prediction for the weekend, well, it's hard to look past the Burnley win, uh, we're unbeaten at home in the league this season. Uh, company is making sure that the uh, the team don't take the foot off the gas until that job is done. We've got a uh, record points total to aim for as well as the promotion and the title. Um, so, depending on how someone approaches this game, if you pack your midfield and put 10 men behind the ball, we could see... Um, it take a while for us to break it down and it might just be a 1-0 or a 2-0. 
if you try and play a bit more openly, there's the potential that, that could go wrong and you could see a 3 or 4 nil thing for Burnley. But like I say, I am struggling to see anything other than a Burnley win on Friday night. And the song most associated with Burnley, the one that you probably hear most um, on Friday, um, is where we took our podcast title from. It's the No Name Never song, which is part of the uh, traditional folk song of the Wild Rover. Uh, and it's uh, sung about our dear neighbours down the road. And it, I won't sing it for you. Uh, your fans have probably gone through enough this season without listening to me sing. But it goes along the lines of No Name Never, No Name Never, No More. Till we play Stud Rovers, no never, no more. That's uh, that's the closest we get to a song. Everything else is more of a more of a chant, really. So, thanks very much for having us on. Um, if your listeners want to hear a bit more detail about Burnley ahead of the match or after the match, we will have a preview show out on Thursday afternoon, and we will have an analysis show out after the weekend. You can find us on all the usual socials at No Name Never. And um, all the best for the rest of the season. Cheers. I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Gear up for the match with suitable casual clobber. From overshirts and jackets to polos and tees, hoodies, sweatshirts, hats and more. Fritis Glada is making waves in the pubs and on the terraces. Come join the FDR movement and get 15% off with your discount code WMS. Stand out in the crowd, be indie, search FDR clothing online and on socials. Welcome back to the Wise Men Say podcast and thanks to Matt for the insight from the Burnley perspective. Um, right, Richard. Hello. <laughs> you right? <laughs> Same as before. <laughs> um, are we going to win on Friday? Uh, I'm afraid to say, not that it means anything, because, you know, it doesn't. We're, we're not. Right. What's the score going to be? 
I'm going to say 3 2. Well, yeah. Yeah. And we're going to lead for a bit. Oh, the crushing. Yeah. The hope. Yeah. Snatched away. We might even lead twice. They'll, they'll peg us back twice, and then they'll hit us with like. It's got twine freak. Yeah, just an absolute thunder fucker. And, and then, yeah. But I think we'll, in, in the case of me, ma'am, when I go for a job interview, I'll give a good account of myself. You did all you could, you tried your best, and it's, we can't ask any more of them, yeah. really. Um, but you are needing to get a job, and you will have to move out. Because <laughs> you are, yeah. Right, yeah. 26. Your best man for fuck's sake. Um, I think well in my in my article that everyone enjoyed, I I said we'd lose five three, so I might as well go with that. Really, that would be great. Well, that. it wouldn't be great. Really exciting. I don't think I got that far. All ah, right. Yeah, you read it. You edited it. Yeah. All no. ah, right. Yeah. I gave it that headline as well. Yeah. No. No, you didn't. I'd already written oh, that. Oh yeah. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. Not bad. Mouth. Um. We did ask you for some questions, but uh, you're not really... We've done a lot there for us, to be fair. Not that we're struggling for content or anything. Andy Grimm did uh, oblige, though, and he uh, asked, will we do a cross-country road trip? I thought he meant on a train at first. Uh, in search of a striker. And who would you like to narrate this journey? Um, well, it would be the narrator's narrator, which is John Thompson. I would. I prefer. Is it John Hanna? I like from Race Across the World, Scottish man. Scottish man, John Hanna. Yeah, he's. I him. I think, for me, he can narrate my bits. There's a guy who played. Oh, he played a bad guy on um, on uh, Coronation Street. Um, Richard Tillman. No, I love no. you. I don't want to drive with him. Did you get into the canal? No, it wasn't Richard Tillman. I think the guy who played uh, John Stape. Oh yeah. He's, he does voiceovers. He's got a very John Thompson-esque Mancunian voice, but it's very soft and soporific. So I think I'd go for that. One John Stape? Yeah. Well, whatever his real name is. Yeah. I don't know. I've, I've got no idea, but John Hanna, for me, would, would narrate it. Um, he's got a lovely voice. Yes. Really yeah, good are, they, are they asking us who would sign as a striker or just... Um, who? No. <laughs> he just says, will you do a cross-country road trip this summer? Um... In search of a striker, yes, we will. Yeah, absolutely. I'm um, looking for Nuka Cola, looking for number nine. Yeah, we should do that, yeah. It's a great idea. And uh, almost stole the car there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll do that for you. You can come if you want. Yeah, it's basically got three seats in the back. Robert Grimwood's asked uh, Does Bob Murray now regret building the AOL on an ancient burial ground? Yeah. This is South Townside Council up to the old I didn't, is that right? What? I don't, I don't think it is. It can't be, surely. It's built on a farm, isn't it? But it's famously... I suppose there are some sheep, but it might be some sheep. Maybe, yeah. Those are some kind of sheep dogs with it. Have you forgotten how to try? I was on the cusp of stalling again. Um, I think it's looking it, for number five. South, South Townside <laughs> South Townside Council has famously refused planning for, for the Academy on a number of occasions. So maybe when they finally lost the planning war, I think the uh, it's very boring. But I think John Prescott had to step had to step in as deputy of uh, uh, Secretary of State and uh, and approve it. So maybe South Downside Council have issued some kind of curse on the pitch, yeah. which is leading to all the injuries that we're getting right now, and also all the injuries that we had under Steve Bruce. 
I'm choosing to believe that it's actually true and it is built on an ancient burial ground um, for no reason other than I, I would quite like to do that uh, Connor wants a hot take from you hot take? yeah um, you don't get decent TV tunes any go, any anymore decent TV themes you don't hear them no you don't is that a hot take is it that'll just come up with it now well that's one of them I gave I ended up getting because I said that no one really enjoys drinking red wine at room temperature oh well I fully agree with I know that. you did but not and many others did I, I'm, I'm a little bit offended that that my take was the, 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 well, this stems from the take I I, uh, I noticed during the the England match on Sunday that the camera angle was very close, and I enjoyed that. Oh, I didn't watch it. It was did they win? More... I don't even know the score. Yes, right. uh, it, the camera angle was a lot more zoomed in, and you got a lot more of the action if you were watching on a smaller screen. Whereas a lot of the Champions League games that I've been watching recently, again on a smaller screen, are so far zoomed out that you can see yeah. half, half the stadium. Well, Fulham's the worst for that. And not that they're in the Champions League. But. It's it. You know, Gareth pointed out it was a gantry thing, but it's not a gantry thing. It's 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 a question of how 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 the action is framed. Um, I think it's it's a it's an issue that needs to be fixed. But that that's what that that's what sparked this that reply and. <laughs> Offensive things were said, and well, I've contacted my lawyers. But my main take for the other week is that TV themes aren't as good as they used to be. They're not. They're, they're certainly not. What's your favourite TV thing? There's <laughs> not much to talk about. See that bird? What bird? Well, it's like flying, but it's not going anywhere. It's on a wire. Is it? Oh, it's one of them. Oh, is it? Was it a drone? Oh no, it is. Right, this is. Is it stuck on something? I'm doing a very good job of it. Is it like stuck in like a time warp or something? Wait. Is it hovering? Is it? A, is it like a? I don't know any birds. Is it an? Is it an osprey? Kestrel. Is that a bird? Yeah, osprey is a bird. Yeah. Oh, for, oh. <laughs> well done. You named a bird. Well, David Attenborough will be on in a minute. Flick some tabs. So, current best TV theme tune in succession. I don't watch. Even then, that goes on a bit. And you think, Chris, just get to the action. Skip it. Yeah, that's a problem. That's probably why there's no TV, decent TV themes. It was pointless, isn't it? Skip them. People skip them, yeah. There we go, I solved that. All right. Um, good, very good. Um, right, thanks to Matt again. Thanks to Richard for driving me home. Not there yet, sir. <laughs> no one near home, actually. Bow's incline we are now. Um, but thanks for getting me here. Safely so far. Um, thanks to all of you for listening <coughs> and um, yeah everything's pointless isn't it cheers Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns.